Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Only Football. It's Max, Ro- Max Arabeinler and Guy Robertson. We're doing our weekly feature episode. It's the review of the FA Cup. <laughs> Good one, Max. How you feeling, Guy? Big 3-2 United win over Liverpool going on to the round of 16. What, in the Mickey Mouse Cup? Oh, it's a Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you guys didn't want it at all. Liverpool didn't want that whatsoever. Didn't start a strong yeah. team at all. We didn't start a strong team. We started a dog shit team. Just because they're our first choice doesn't make them any good. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. <laughs> you utterly flipped yeah. on the mix. <laughs> the thing is, I've been, uh, I've been reading a number of articles about the game, and everyone's describing it as, as a really fun game to watch. I did not have a fun time at all. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, that's the that's the neutral game. That's the neutral perspective uh, that we needed yeah. uh, a week ago. Um, but in all seriousness, guys, it's the uh, standalone weekly scout episode, and Guy and I are wrapping up our um, three-part little mini-series of uh, players we've scouted in the past. So the first week was the, the ones that have really you know, taken off. Last week, not so hot. And this week... We're going to wrap it up before we get into our normal scouting uh, vibe and maybe some paper talk with the players, three players apiece that are kind of on the boil and possibly looking to make a big move or just upping their game and 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 being solid and, and consistent and probably eventually will make the big move. So, uh, Guy, why don't you kick us off first um, and chronologically, of course, from when you did it. So, uh, towards the end of December in 2019... Um... I picked up, um, I scouted Ben White, who was mm-hmm. on loan for Leeds at the, in the championship at the time. Um, on loan at Leeds, at Leeds from Brighton. <clears throat> Just to be yes, clear. yes, he was on loan, on loan at Leeds from Brighton at the time. Um, interestingly, on the episode that I scouted him, we had um, Super Leeds John um, in the studio mm-hmm. with us, and he'd never even heard of him, which was odd because he played every game for Leeds last season. So. Right, right. Starting to question, you know, John's dedication as a fan. Um, but anyway, he really wanted him. He de- by the end of the season, though, he did really want them to get. Oh yeah, I know that's right. Um, but he was playing fantastically well in in that Leeds team at the time, um, and they obviously got promoted to the Premier League. Leeds wanted to sign him permanently, but Brighton said no, thank you. Um, especially because he was. By that point, he was being looked at, at by teams like Liverpool, that kind of thing. You know, top top teams, and he's and he's come into the Premier League this season, his debut season, the Premier League, playing with a Brighton team who have struggled. Um, he's played in every single game. Um, he, he, or he's, he might have missed one game, but he's uh, been in the starting eleven ninety five percent of the time, um, and he's been very very good. Uh, he looks assured on the ball. Um, he's versatile. He's played in midfield, in central midfield, uh, against the bigger teams as well as in the three-man central defence. Um, he, yeah, he's assured on the ball. He's strong in the header. Um, fits in very nicely with Brighton's style of play. He's got all the attributes to play for a bigger team. Um, and he's yeah, he's just really. I don't think it, I think everyone expected him to hit the groove um, because in the summer it was much talked. He was a much yeah. talked about player. Um, Not much to talk about right now. I'd say he's probably just doing his job quietly and consistently. Yeah. Uh, very, very consistently and, and reasonably quietly, which 
so, an under-firing Brighton team is not the worst thing in the world. No, know? and and he's playing like CDM as well, right? So that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. that's what you you don't want. You don't want to be hearing about necessarily Ben White, uh, you know, making well, making mistakes week in week out. Um, but you're not you're not expecting him to score and get involved in the the attack as well, or either, I should say. You're right. Very much, very much so. Um, he's had a zero percent goal participation. I can see on my screen now. So, but you know. For a lower, lower team in the Premier League, he's doing a very good job. And he's definitely one for a big team. I mean, he'd fit into Liverpool. He'd get into Liverpool's first team right now. I'd get into Man United's first team right now, I would imagine. Uh, um, I, I'd know. No. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Our, our midfield's stacked and... Uh, no, not in, your, not in your midfield. He's a he's a central defender. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking in that, in that pivot role. He's not getting that team. No way. No, 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 he's a defense. He's playing a he, central defense. He had well, he has been, but he's also been. Oh, you're right. You're right. You know, you're right. But he all. I think he has all been playing the CDM as well, which he was doing for Leeds too. Um, but uh, he no, has, and and he has, but his position is the central yeah, half, yes. half. Yeah, you're right. Um, but no, I I also disagree with that. Um, I think you know, Bayi Maguire would he be he be a nice backup, but Bayi Maguire would hold that down, and Lindelof is there when Ollie wants fair. to go back to Lindelof and Maguire. But uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Um, my point is anyway, well, let's say Liverpool Absolutely. is not even in the top four at the moment. So, you know, a team of, of Liverpool's ilk, um, let's say, you know, he's certainly good enough to step out from Brighton, mm. but probably best served spending a little bit more time. He's only 23, first season in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the year, we'll see what can happen. But even if he spends another year or two at Brighton, no harm done. Um but he's definitely one for he's going to be looking further up the table um, soon enough. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely keep an eye on him for sure because he is just he's just solid. Um, yeah. All right. So as for me, I uh, kind of j- I jumped on I jumped on Florian Verts. Uh, we did an episode right after he scored on his debut against Bayern Munich, a beautiful goal. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm going to scout this kid because he was he was 16 at the time, or he just turned 17. Uh, he turns, uh, eight. his birthday's in May. So he is 17 years old, uh, center midfield, central midfielder, center attacking. And my goodness, I mean, you sell Kai Havertz for a ton of money and you have this kid just lined up right behind and he's, he's crushing it. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, three goals, four assists so far this season. Um, he just keeps the ball like tethered to his foot. Five, five assists, I think. Five assists, maybe, maybe in all comps, maybe in all comps. I, was, I, I think I was uh, just. In the uh, in the Bundesliga, five assists in the Bundesliga, yeah, you're right, and uh, two goals as well in the Euro- uh, in the Europa League. But uh, yeah, he's just doing great work. Um, he's he's good that he's good to tackle. He has a good defensive mindset. But I mean, going forward is obviously his strength. And I'd say with him, um, you know, really good, accurate, finesse shot. He, he loves a good placement. Uh, his his passing the ball is great. He loves to drive at people on runs and just keeps the ball tethered to his foot, as I said. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's only seventeen. I think what's Havertz now? Twenty. You know, yeah. breaking into the team at such a young age, if he keeps at this at this level and 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 this consistency uh, to go uh, with his development, I gotta say, in a couple of years, you know, you look but you look at it from his perspective and you wonder, hmm, should I give it maybe even a little bit longer so I don't fall into the Havertz trap? 
Uh, I'm not knocking Hurts. I do think that there's obviously a player there, and he can come good. But uh, it, it it looks like um, I would say by the end of next summer, 2022, there's going to be a lot of rumors about him if he continues at this pace. Yeah, I mean, why? You know, you're playing for a for a Bayer Leverkusen team who's absolutely flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're stumbling a bit at the moment, but. They look there, you know, towards the top end of the Bundesliga table, challenging for European places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look good to to go further into European competitions. Kai Havertz was obviously is obviously a world class talent. Definitely chose the wrong move in the summer. Why, you know, why chose Chelsea? Hand on my heart, I, I don't know. Um, well, Werner had to be a draw. Werner had to be a draw. Absolutely. Yeah, should should have just waited. Um, for a better team to or a more more suitable team to come in, um, Verts hopefully doesn't fall into the same trap. But yeah, I mean he's seventeen years old, you know, uh, and he's played in three quarters of the match, you know, of the matches for Leverkusen this season mm-hmm. um, for a team that's doing well. Um, he's at the perfect club. They love they love blooding young talent, as as he himself shows. Um, yeah, it's all there for him for the taking and and. And at 17, you expect him to go through periods of not playing so well or, you know, in and out of form. But he's just been very, very good so far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, a matter of time, I, I would say. And just and it's, just, it's fun to watch, you know, uh, get Leverkusen on and just keep an eye on him because um, yeah. he's, he, like, he's like one of their main men right now uh, and, yeah. and should continue to be. Uh, all right, Guy, you have next someone who just made a move. Uh, Oh, no, no, no that's last, pardon me. Koopmeiner's in, uh, yes, I'm sorry for confusing the year. I chose Koopmeiner's yeah. last. Yeah, um, that's right. But it's uh, Torin Koopmeiner's, who I scouted in February um, mm. of last year. Uh, he's the, he was then and still is now the RZ Alkmaar captain. Um, phenomenal um, goal scoring rate at the moment. He scored 11 goals in 18 games for them, which is Mad considering he's a defensive midfielder. Penalties. Penalties. He's um, a penalty. He's a penalty. Penalties, taker. Set free kicks. Um, yeah. But even so, yep. I haven't looked it up, but I don't think they will have had 11 penalties this season. No, no, no. Um, he scores an open play, yeah. but I mean, there, there are. Yeah. He's a penalty. Yeah, taker. so that's, that, that's boosted. Um, he's played every minute of um, of the season for Azed Alkmaar, who are chasing uh, Champions League qualification. They're fourth at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's 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 fast outgrowing outgrowing Arsene Alkmaar, you Absolutely. know who are a, uh, you know one of the best of the rest in um, in the Eredivisie. But this guy, he's already at the level where he could impress in uh, Germany, in England, anywhere, um, anywhere. You know, it's um, it's he was, uh, he's a uh, it's been a little quiet around him. I really like him. Uh, I was I was thinking maybe he was going to be one of your guys from we did like well because he hasn't made the move yet, right? So this is uh, this is the perfect mm-hmm. episode for him. <clears throat> but uh, it's been you don't really see him if, if you don't search him up personally you know there aren't there aren't articles that just kind of come your way without looking for him which yeah. I found kind of odd because I think by the end of the summer or by the end of the season in the summer he's making a move guaranteed and I think to a pretty respectable club he has yeah he has so much about him um, he's a great facilitator but defensively he's great he can move back into the, um, uh, the center back role if need be if, if you know if, for example Liverpool if you yeah. have an injury crisis he would do like a Fabinho esque kind of job, yep. um, yeah. and uh, and he's someone that I think uh, 
would, you know, you mentioned United, like Ben White the United squad. I think he's someone right now that would fit, like, that would slot into the one of the pivot roles. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's that good. Uh, if, you remember, if you remember, Max, for our, um, in January, earlier this month, we did the episode where we talked about, you know, who do the big teams, who should the big teams buy, and I picked mm. Coop Miners for Man United because mm-hmm. um, he fits perfectly into that midfield, you know, yes. uh, good on the ball, excellent on the ball, um, but also strong in the tackle, can drop into defence if need be. Um, he'd be an excellent player for, for Man United. Um, and yeah, this guy's ready, he's ready to step up. Um, it's only a matter of time, as you say. The only thing I can think of that he's not being linked is, you know, increasingly, you know, players being linked places, it's just agent talk, right? You know, perhaps he doesn't have an agent who's who's lording about. That's great. That's a, that's a bonus. <laughs> um. Yes. Um, so it's only a matter of time, as you say. It wouldn't surprise me if he stayed at RZ another season because he, he must be happy there. He's 22 years old and, mm. and the captain. Um and you know, grew up, come through the youth ranks. So perhaps he's not desperate to leave. Um, but within the next couple of years, I'd fully expect him to see him to see him moving, and you know, to a big team, Champions uh, League well, level. Yeah, could be, or it could be, you know, really savvy buy by another team like like Leicester or Southampton, that kind of yeah, ilk as well. Yeah. You know, Leicester would be fantastic alongside Tielem. Yeah, midfield, Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, uh, as for me. I went with Sven Botman, who I scouted back on the 20th of October. What am I, my writing, I, I just chicken scratch this completely. Anyway, sometime in October. Uh, I think, no, the 2nd. It's the 2nd of October. Anyway. 2nd uh, of October it is. Center, center back for Lille. Um, and I kind of jumped on him very early because, you know, Lille had still got off to a good start especially defensively, and I'm, I'm just wondering to myself, you know, they just sold Gabriel. Who's who's the man who came in to replace him? And Sven Botman immediately um, nestled in very nicely. And by by January, especially with Liverpool's crisis, he's been linked to them. And I think, you know, there were comments by, by Klopp uh, last week kind of actually taking a snipe at, uh, at uh, your owners, at Liverpool ownership. Um, the Fenway group there about, you know, him saying, you know, I've, I've come to them with players and it's up to them to get them for me. I honestly think that this is probably one of the players that was on that list. Yeah. Uh, he's the man, not incredibly pacey, but I mean, against a pacey center back um, like Van Dyke, I guess anyone beside Van Dyke might look okay, yeah. but I think he would do a great job. He's a wall. Like he's fully a wall. Yeah. He will hurt you legally. Like he'll he'll stand there and you can run into Not him that. and you'll and you'll fall flat on your ass. Um, yeah, you know, fearless, decisive. He'll get in there on the tackle and and he'll throw himself in front of shots. Kind of, you know, like if you look at like Eric Bailly, for example, when it comes to his shot blocking ability and that mentality, uh, Sven Bauman has that as well. And but he also seems to have um, the, the the patience uh, about him as well. He doesn't doesn't seem to make any mistakes, uh, or at least they're very few and far between. So. I think uh, he, you know, he just got to Lille. Lille, Louis, and that's this thing. That's why I looked at Lille because Louis Campos does such a good job there. I, whenever we do this thing, I swear I mentioned Louis Campos like at least every three episodes. We we do the scout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but he does such a good job. I I don't think Bauman and you know, Lille are tied for top in the league right now with with PSG, and I don't yeah. think they 
I don't think they need to, uh, or he needs to make a move this season. I think he can recognize that there's a team there that is actually competing. Uh, they will be in the Champions League so long as they keep this up, which I reckon they will. Uh, and, um, yeah, give it another season. But I wouldn't be surprised if he moves in, in the summer as well. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Um, I mean, I'd never even heard of the guy until you you scouted him now. I can't hear enough about him. You know, he, he's everywhere. He's been linked with, with a number of big teams. Uh, but you're right, why why leave? You just... You know, you've just moved to one of the bigger leagues in Europe um, and you've found your, you know, you've hit the ground running. Your team's joint top of the league. Why, why, you know, you're 21 years old. What, you're not in a rush to go anywhere. Um, but, you know, that's how football works. And particularly mm-hmm. Lille, who do, you know, their their whole thing is buying young yeah. players and then flipping them within a year or two. Yeah. Um, but maybe they actually want to establish themselves for a bit, you know? That's, you know, don't fall into, uh, you're there. They're competing right now. Don't fall into the Dortmund of, of the Bundesliga, you know? Yeah. And, and actually yeah. see what you can accomplish as, as a team. Look at what Monaco, look what, you have to think about, like, Louis Campo uh, made that Monaco side that won a few years ago. And a lot yeah. of those players before, the, the season before Mbappe uh, came on the scene, that team was already established, minus Mbappe. And they were contenders without him going into the, the season they won. Uh, yeah. You know, Fabinho, you know, Fabinho, Bernardo Silva, um, Bakayoko was very good. Um, Camille Glick was solid and integral uh, in that team. Uh, Falcao was, was um, you know, getting his shooting boots on again, I believe, I, unless he came back that season. But they uh, they stuck around because they saw something. So Sven Bauman at such a young age and a team that is competing and will be and who will be getting Champions League experience, stay. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right, uh, guy. Let's close your final pick out with <laughs> a bit of a spoiler. Uh, someone, yeah, yes, someone who has just made the move mm-hmm. um, to the Premier League. Uh, Jean Philippe Matator. I scouted mm-hmm. him on uh, where did I? When did I do that? Come on, thirteenth of uh, of May, I think okay. uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Just uh, you know, during the during the lockdown, um, and he'd come back from a he'd just come back from a lo- long injury, signed for Mainz um, from uh, possibly the Leon reserves, um, and then was injured. Looked good, then got injured, then came back. You know, and and I you know then came back towards the very at the very end of just prior to the lockdown. Looked very good. Um, and then he's gone on from strength to strength. Yeah, uh, you know, strong, strong post lockdown finish this season. He scored seven times in fifteen games, and that's in a struggling mind squad too. It's uh, very like, a, like a relegation fodder like team, and he's still managing yeah. to you know kind of keep them relevant or you know within yeah. a shouting distance of right. staying up. Now he's gone to yeah, Crystal so Palace. He's moved, to, moved to Palace on on loan for eighteen months, I think, for mm. five million quid, with the option to. For how much did you say, Max? I'm not sure. No, I, I didn't say anything. I, oh. I forget. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a crazy amount. It was. But uh, it might have been. It might have been 18 million to yeah. buy, in addition to the five loan fee, um, which is. It's a great move, really. I mean, in in earlier this month, I recommended someone like Everton bought him, or even or Leicester. You know, I think he's 
a bit too good for Crystal Palace, but um, he's guaranteed to play pretty much every game because he's much better than their other strikers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a nice, you know, it's a nice introduction to the Premier League where he's not having to fight for his place quite so much. He can just rely, you know, he can just settle in in his own pace and and get going. I've got no doubt that he will settle in because his attributes are perfect for the league. Um, you know, he's a thoroughly modern striker. Um, and, yeah, he's, I've just been ex- extremely impressed by him um, so far for Mines. And I think at Palace, you know, they're looking at signing a couple more attacking players. You know, as, as I've made no secret of, I'm a big fan of Crystal Palace this season. No, um, certainly not. You have not. Uh, and, it, well, yeah, but that's what they and, and they have done so. But I think a central striker who can actually put the ball in the net, unlike Ayu and Benteke yeah. and Batshuayi, they have three yeah. just a triumvirate yeah. of dead weight up there right now. Um, yeah, because and they've got they've got I think four goals between them. And yeah, three of those are Benteke in two games. Um, you know, so they needed Crystal it's an amazing signing for Crystal Palace I can't believe they managed to pull it off with no competition it's fantastic um, but yeah so we'll see how that goes but I'm confident it's going to be it's going to be a good signing um, yeah alright yeah uh, much needed for them and my final one on the October as well uh, late in October the 23rd Gabriel Veron uh, predominantly right winger at Palmeiras but it can also play at the left and this kid actually has the ability to, you know, be like a Neymar, um, like Neymar level. Uh, is You know, like, uh, it hasn't so far panned out for Vinicius, but when Vinicius came to Real, it has that kind of hype about him. And when you watch yeah. him play, uh, it's, you know, the ball is completely on a string. His pace is incredible. He loves, he loves, he does love to knock it around and, and just burn people with his pace. Uh, dribbling's good. Very aware with his passing. He's not selfish, which is great. Um, he is... He can, he can score some great goals. He has a very good shot as well, but he is a winger, and he he does look up to pick out his teammates before he is trying to release what is effectively a very uh, good shot. So I'd say one thing he has to do is probably develop his left foot a little bit. Um, yeah. When, when he's dribbling, it, it is very tethered to the right, but I, I wouldn't put it past him. And, you know, so many players do just rely on one foot, and they're phenomenal regardless. Uh, he could be scary good, this kid. Um, and all of a sudden, in the last week or so, uh, United are actually relatively linked to him. It's like it's picking up. You know, United gets linked to everyone. United gets linked to everyone. It's interesting because um, there's a lot of hype about uh, Diallo at the moment as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that right wing situation could be completely covered with a lot of exciting youth. And with Greenwood, see, that that's the thing with Greenwood is that Greenwood's a striker, uh, and he doesn't really look to facilitate. He does. He has been kind of frustrating players yeah. as well. Veron yeah. uh, is an out-and-out winger. He's so, boy, yeah. Yeah, 50 million uh, pound release clause thereabouts, I think maybe just slightly over. It might not necessarily get to that high. You might not actually have to pay the full amount. Um, and I'm not saying United actually do this, but there have been links in the last few days. Uh, and, you know, under 17, golden boot at the World Cup, uh, what, last year, two years ago? So yeah, he uh, he looks to be someone that um, could be a world beater, could be, and yeah. wouldn't I'd say doesn't look like it's going to happen in the next week by the end of the January transfer window, but uh, next summer 
get out of Palmeiras. Yeah. yeah. I was. Um, I must admit, I've uh, little knowledge of of this guy other than from what you know you've mentioned about him. Uh, so I'll, after having heard that, I'll have to you know watch some YouTube. Clips it's a shame. It's a shame, that. guy. You you must have just missed. You know, your last few episodes. You've been uh, you know watching yeah. with Mike. You've been watching the Copa Libertadores um, yeah. while we've been recording sometimes. Yes. And um, and he's actually the youngest uh, Palmeiras Libertadores goal scorer uh, this season, actually. Really? Yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, well, they're in they're in the final, um, I think. So you've been missing him? No, no, no. He's uh, he's in. I didn't watch the Palmeiras game for some reason. I can't remember. Okay. Um, it wasn't because we were recording because I usually have it on in the background. Mm. Um. Uh, it might have been late. Anyway, the final is this is like this week, I think. Um, so I will get to watch him in action there. Keep your eyes um, peeled. You know, actually, I think I might. Uh, we'll do, what's for sure. Yeah, actually, um, I think I might throw that on. I might stream that actually. Yeah. Um, okay, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think he's he's good to go to Europe this summer? You, I, you know what, man? I would. I I think it would be wise uh, to take even one more year and move summer twenty twenty two. Um, I think he should. You know, he was just kind of breaking to the team, I think, at the beginning of last year or late, uh, even the season before that. But, um, yeah. But with these players, you know, with these Brazilian players that have all this hype around them, they do often make the move, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. A couple players, a uh, guy that I feel like you could have thrown on there. Uh, yeah. Danielle Malin at PSV. Um, yeah, I still, can answer you why I didn't throw him on there right now. Yeah. It's because um, because you scouted him for me. <laughs> it's because if you remember, I, uh, I do remember. Third, I do. I it do. Third, it was like our third week of doing it, and yeah. we'd been playing football, and I hadn't got. I'd forgotten to do it. We're on the way back in the car. On the, car, gym. On the way yeah. back to the pub. Yeah. I was frantically googling him, and you you said give me his name. So. Uh, he would be on the list, except I'm not taking any credit for that one. So <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything, but I did think about it when no, I was going to suggest you. Uh, and you the other one. Well within your rights to, I think. Yeah. Uh, the other one was uh, Amin Guiri at Nice, who's uh, I'd say somewhat quietly, but having a very effective season. Uh, Europa League yeah. doing great. Um, and, and in Liga, ten goals, three assists, and twenty-four appearances across all competitions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very solid. Like him. He's having a very nice season. Oh, God. And that's the show, guys. That's, that's <laughs> it. Okay. Um, you wonder why no one listens to us. <laughs> it's a combination <laughs> of many things, but, you know, some of our some of our softball jokes are, are definitely one of them. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, the relative... Um, you know, the time since I scouted him compared to the other players was what counted against him mm. in this case. Um, well, contrary to, to you, I actually took two that I did very recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, I'm not knocking it because these players are bubbling, you know. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, I had, it was it was basically down to Coop Miners and Guiria at the end, and so I just picked Coop Miners because I scouted him. Eight months before, you know, that, that was, it was as easy a decision as that. I think it was um, the better pick. Both, I think it was the better pick. Both, yeah, both worthy mm. of um, of a go. Um, one that, well, yeah, 
You had two minutes, guys. One that I, one that I wondered about was that for yourself was uh, Jude Bellingham. Uh, he's obviously already made the move, but uh, you know, in terms of his talent, he's he is sort of bubbling. Yeah, bubbling there. The thing for me is that um, I need to watch a bit more of him at yeah. at Dortmund. He hasn't playing relatively consistently. Like I, they've done a decent job of you know not you know, swamping him and overwhelming him with game time, but he is getting quite a bit of it. But at the same time, you know, Dorman aren't doing that well either. So I, and I haven't seen enough to see how he's been doing specifically, but I do also know that Dortmund haven't been doing all too great. So I, I laid off yeah. of him and just uh, for myself, just need to, to keep it on him a little bit more because <clears throat> ever since he shunned United um, for those, those, those sellouts, Dortmund, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I I, I, I like him. I, I do like him, but Dorman, even defense, and that's the thing, like defensively as well, they haven't been that great. You know, I watched a bit of, uh, I think I caught most of the second half against Gladbach last weekend. He didn't really stand out to me. Um, uh, Gladbach were countering quite nicely as they were holding the lead in the second half, and they had plenty yeah. of space. So I'm thinking to myself, where's where's Bellingham here uh, to, to break some of these, these rushes up? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't knock any of your picks, to be honest. They all fit, you know, the, the description uh, perfectly. Um, yeah. Cool. I, and I'm actually really looking forward to now, we get next week, we're going to move on to we're start scouting again, yeah. you know, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah, so we'll be back next week, Sunday or Monday, with another scouting episode. As Guy said, uh, one new scouted piece, and we'll be doing some paper talk, a uh, little January yeah. transfer uh, window roundup or disappointment. Yeah. All right, guys, take care, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday with the Wednesday. main episode with Mike. Take care. Bye.